This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Hey, Tori. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to welcome our listeners. Oh yeah. Let's get into it. What's up listeners. Thank you for joining us for SG fun, a Stargate comfort podcast. And uh, I'm Sarah. I'm one of the hosts, you know, I've seen most of the episodes cause I binged them when we started this podcast, but uh, I have a short memory, so that's helpful. Makes the show more fun to watch again, uh, Tori. Yes. Yeah. And I'm Tori. And uh, yeah, this is my latest episode. I haven't watched any other ones. I was always a big fan of the movie. Never watched the show. But now I'm watching the show two years running since the beginning of this pandemic and continuing through this uh, endemic. Pandemic? I don't know. What did, what, did, what did God Fauci say? Godhead Fauci. <laughs> I mean, the last I knew it was like, we sure hope this is endemic, but there's a chance it's not. He was like, yeah, it might be endemic. It might. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, this episode that we watched today. Yeah. What was it called? Was it called? Do you do ear stuff? <laughs> is that what it was called? Yeah. Trigger warning. Was it called the ongoing tragedy of Daniel Jackson's hair? Ongo- <laughs> was it called ancient gold secret? Remember those Palmolive commercials? Or Calgon, whatever they were like, kind of, they were they would never go on today. They would they would be like, how do you keep your hands so soft? Ancient Chinese secrets. There's some. <laughs> do you remember that? No. no. God, it's a '70s commercial, I think. Um, what? how about Teal'c, PhD, <laughs> the doctor of of philosophy and the subject of of anthropology how about these hazmat suits aren't shit or no these hazmat (laughs) suits aren't for shit not just those hazmat suits but like apparently all their gear all of it all of everything how about entry by infiltration a daniel jackson story (laughs) he does (laughs) well i mean yeah one of one of one of my alternate titles was infiltration i mean that seems to make sense it does. And how about gate travel may be hazardous to your health? Nice. They're nice. not all funny. Some of them are just better than legacy. All of them, actually. All of them are better. All than of them. That You're one right. All of sense. them. Yeah, it doesn't. I guess it's Michello's legacy, but still. No, my only alt title is uh, through free continuing education, Sam adds phlebotomy to her fucking resume. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and saves the day of course, of course. <laughs> but yes, this is uh, season three, episode four, Legacy, uh, aired July sixteenth, nineteen ninety nine, and directed uh, by my man Peter DeLuise. Yeah, and it like shows. Him. Yeah, <laughs> it shows. I like him so much. Um, uh, although it is written by Tor Alexander Valenza, who uh, through through a little bit uh, deeper research into IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I learned that he's only actually written one episode before this, 
mm-hmm. like actually like written by or story by or whatever. Uh, spirits. No. Yeah. That you know what? I don't feel bad at all for. Later on, I'm going to say that this episode has more plot holes than the movie Prometheus. <laughs> and now I don't feel bad at Not all. Not possible, but I understand what you're saying. I do, well, I know. It's, hyper, <laughs> it's a little bit hyperbolic, but not by much. But uh, Tor Alexander Valenza is also like the senior writing editor. He's got that credit for like prob- like almost every episode. Hmm. Like, like Tor's in there doing something. Um. Well. But when he, <laughs> but when he's got when, but when he's tasked with writing, you know, putting, you know, lead to paper, uh, we've, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's hit or miss. <laughs> hit or miss. This one I think is 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 you know a bit of a hit. Is it okay? Oh my God, Tori. What? Oh, yeah. Do you hear that alarm yeah, and the shaking well, and yeah, the panic and yeah. everyone's running and well, I hear boots uh, uh, on cement? I'm alone. I'm so alone. Oh my God! Uh, uh, you better. Uh, my cat's better... <laughs> you're, you're lonely because your cat left. Oh my God! But who cares? We're in an emergency right yeah. now. Your cat probably went to the gate room to help. Yes. Anyways, we're all gonna die yeah. in 24 <laughs> seconds if you don't describe this episode. Ready? Go. So yeah, so they find this like ancient crypt with a bunch of zombies. Uh, Daniel hits something and he's visited by ghosts. He becomes schizophrenic, or at least they think he is. But he's actually like uh, just seeing a bunch of weird shit. They 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 put him into a padded room, but it figures out that he was right the whole time. And then they look see all these things, and they all get sick. But Sam saves the day. Oh my god! With th- three seconds remaining, good work. It felt felt that felt uh, it felt good. porous. It was a but I guess apt. Oh my god! It would be so boring if we gave you like twenty four minutes. That would be the so, rest of the podcast, <laughs> except without jokes. It would just be like, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. It's the reason it's 24 seconds. Yeah, I mean, that that reason is that everything had a 24-hour timer on it on this show for like, I don't know, 18 episodes. I'm sure we'll come back. I'm sure we'll come back. I'm sure we'll come back. Um. <sighs> so they enter, this, they enter this crypt. They're already on their mission when we, when we meet the gate gang. No, yeah, this is yeah, yeah, this is pretty cool. They're just it's it's uh, it kind of looks cool. Deloise pulled out his James Cameron uh, Aliens playbook uh, for this. Oh episode. yeah, I mean even the, mu- the even the music is straight out of Aliens. Uh, I, the music is good throughout. I, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, it all works. Yeah, they're they're it's dark. They're they're flashlighting everywhere. They find this door with the button on it of an ancient Goa'uld wool design, which. By the way, finally, Teal'c is the first to ask, and he confirms that this is an ancient Goa'uld design. And I'm like, way to go, Jack, for asking him first. And uh, Oh, yeah, that happened a I, lot in this episode. It did. And then I was finally, I was just like, wait, did Teal'c study ancient civil, civilizations? And yeah. then <laughs> I, could, I concluded, yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, t- he took an extra credit. You know, yeah. uh, just a couple extra credits in in in, in Jaffa Community College. <laughs> I mean, for all I, I mean, I think he went to Jaffa West Point, but okay. Oh right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So yeah, they touch it. The door opens, and they uh, it smells. You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. old, musty, and they find a body. 
It smells despite the fact that they're wearing gas masks. Go on. Oh, well, 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 actually, no. Uh, when they first get in there, there's not they're They're just they're just status quo. They find the body and Jack goes, all right, I guess that's a level one A. Well, th- th- this is good. Th- that's when they bring out the hazmat suit. So I'm like, oh, good. So they finally like that. Oh, they rewrote, OSHA rolled through and was like, here's some just some extra guidelines you can do while you're running across the galaxy. You know, and and Jackson, he's like, okay, I guess this is he's looking through his notes. Uh, this is a one A, folks. This is a one A hazmats required at this point. Do you know what we need on this this podcast? What that they clearly needed on this show, but that ship has sailed. We need a, like a special forces consultant because I want to know if they even would have entered any of that space without hazmat on, and if the first people to go through. I mean, it's, you've got to go between, I want to be like ready, like combat flexible and, or do I want to have hazmat kind of things on? But then at the same time, if you're special forces level, then I think you're trained to do both at the same time. So I guess it wouldn't make good TV. <laughs> if every opening scene of the gate gang going through the gate was like, okay, I can't tell which one's which because they're all wearing full full masks it's a montage of like the weeks and weeks and months and months of like securing like the first five feet outside of a gate on a new planet somewhere in (laughs) the galaxy (laughs) actually like having like you know secure soil samples tested (laughs) tested remotely by robot stargate red tape edition (laughs) (laughs) right well then, this was this was weird. So they're like, uh, "Oh, th- these are Goa Uld, sir." No, she was like, "They look human, but they're dead Goa Uld." Right. And in my mind, well, it's just this weird thing of like, so but what they're actually saying is that they're hosts. Mm-hmm. So they are human. Right. You I know. know she's, you know what I mean? She's. She's. I mean, Daniel should be like, "Hey, bitch, you're saying my wife's not human anymore." Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just she, like she it's, is. She's just in, very infected. It's being loose with language, you know what I mean? It's like go it go old is the snake. But these on are, this on this show, loose with language. Well, <laughs> no way. Get it together, tour. Well, yeah. Well, so uh, they're walking around. They've got they've got like they got nine dead 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 hosts just just chilling. Tilk, uh, they find a symbol that Tilk identifies. He's asked to identify it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a crest of the Limris, Limris, a rival mm-hmm. league of lesser Goa'uld who challenges system lords. Right. And it's just like the galaxy is just the movie The Warriors, basically. Like this, it's just, it's just Goa'uld gangs. That's funny. I should watch that movie so they understand. I feel bad every time you oh. bring up a movie. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 well, uh, O'Neill also, but he's like, oh, minor league. That's pretty good. Yeah. In, that... in the ways that he understands. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> well, and they keep looking. Daniel finds a go old iPad that's Jamie, missing its stylus. The... Did, okay, wait. So, yes, they found a go old iPad, but no stylus. Well, I, and I felt that, you know. You know, I was yeah. like, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. But they find Jesus. it, they find it in a dead guy's hand. That was easy to find. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Daniel's like, all right, well, I guess I gotta, let's try, let's try this I out. I gotta pick this up. It's important. 
Let's turn let's turn up. the page, so to speak. Oh yes. And uh ooh, 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 some freaky music. And Daniel's like, something just brushed by me. And everyone just like looks at him. Just like, oh, okay. We, okay. We I know. Like it's so weird to me because you know this team is like so bonded and they've experienced so much, so many weird things, and even things in the past that have made Daniel sound like a lunatic. <laughs> like just stark raving mad. And yet when Daniel says something, I mean, Jesus Christ, Teal'c was stung by a huge DNA changing bug. Yeah. And there's still, still Daniel says, still oh, something brushed by me. And everyone just like, whatever, <laughs> like, okay. You just not give any fucks about Daniel. Are you preoccupied? Yeah. I mean, read the room O'Neill, you know, even you yourself say it's kind of creepy in here. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, and and because of that, he's like, yeah, let's get. I mean, let's get that. Let's leave this for the medical containment unit, which I guess is like SG four, four or five or something like that. You know? Oh, SG. Nobody gives a fuck. Oh, I want that episode. That's 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 SG red tape. Edition. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just a static cam. It's like a Twitch stream. It's just a static camera of. Oh, you know what it should be called? It should that? be called SG fifty one. And they're the people who like have to go to area 51 and like take all those tedious photos so that when Sam looks them up later, they're all in there. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Put, yeah. Copy paste the files. Yeah. 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 SG 51 (laughs) is the perfect name for the, um, red tape brigade. I wish I could be at the base with my friends, but I'm stuck here in Nevada. It's a musical. (laughs) I'm in a deep hole. Without a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it's metaphorical, don't you see? But a little bit true because I probably also, work underground. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, so the gang leaves and we cut to Daniel. He just got out of the shower. The showers yeah. probably don't take as long anymore. He's not he's not dealing with his hair. Yeah, like he doesn't wash it. A couple extra minutes. <laughs> do you think it do you think it looks even worse when he washes it? Like it only even looks this good on like third day. Who decided third day this? hair? Who decided that? To cut that hair? Yeah. I mean, I imagine Michael Shanks was like, I'm tired of having these these luscious He's like BGS the burden, locks. The burden. I mean, yeah. The responsibility. Yeah. I need I need to be freed from this better but still weird hair. Well, yeah, he's getting out of the shower and, uh, yeah, he just starts hearing a voice, uh, coming, coming from the drain, which made me think, all right, Deloise is now bringing out his Stephen King guide to ethereal voices mm-hmm. through the kitchen sink. Look, at least trope. he's, he's like well-versed in the different tropes and, uh, and how to, how to apply them. Okay. And then like, so he leaves Carter comes over Carter. I never noticed, but Amanda tapping has a very good very cool soldier walk it's very like especially for like the the late 90s it's very like a gender neutral soldier walk it's a little like yeah i don't know it's a lot of shoulders it's a lot of yeah yeah it's very yeah anyways and and she run runs into daniel when he's like like, were you you calling my name in the locker room is that normal and she's like what and it's like, by the way, just because it was a woman's voice, it wasn't her voice. Like, no, it didn't sound it? like her. No, no, no. 
He's the o- she's the only woman he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Dr. Frazier. <laughs> True. Well, yeah, Car- Carter's like, yeah, we we, we got to debrief. Uh, Daniel, let's okay. roll. So, yeah, we cut to the briefing room where Dr. Frazier is there, dressed in her fancy dress uniform for some reason. I know. And can we talk about why is she there when she's never usually there? But she just happens to be there for this briefing. Oh, well, I mean, well, so. Or debriefing. Yeah, they're kind of talking about like, yeah, because the the medical units already done their job. I guess they're oh, they're, yeah. they're pretty right. efficient, and yeah, and she's like, and she's talking about, it. she's like, well, so we learned the Goa'ulds were also dead inside the host, and they died before their hosts, right? And so they're like, all right, well, then what 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 happened, Doc? Like, uh, like how did how did they die? How did the host die? And Fraser, this is. Like, She's like, I don't have an answer and I might never be able to see. It is completely obvious that there was something wrong with them. And that's not my area of expertise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Really quick. Maybe you can tell me why I, without any context wrote down, I was Joel and our me. <laughs> I feel like it's something Sam said in response to either Jack or Dr. Frazier in this meeting <laughs> but i can't remember what and i just i literally just watched it before we, no no we no, no. i i think i remember it like yeah they they say something about jalinar something about like a pro they, they mention the protein marker at this point kind of yeah because dr fraser says the gold would were dissolved you know they sort of dissolve back into the host once they die and they leave like a protein marker oh, and right. that they saw that in carter and and well yeah this is the episode where other every man that should have been the alternate title other people bring up jolinar force for sam yeah i've got a note from a way later meeting that happens yes. where i i'm like oh dr frazier brings up that sam was jolinar like she's got her girls back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they kind of do the same here just sam was jolinar it's like part of every fucking plot now <laughs> Well, you know, just they they got to kick the can of that of that plot beat until it becomes like actually relevant in like mm-hmm. season five. So we or never, six. so we like never forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you think that Sam is going to be part Jolinar forever? Like, is it are her cells yeah. going to keep giving that information to her other cells, or once she's had a seven year full body cellular turnover, mm. will she no longer be Jolinar? The the D the we all know the DNA you know it, it get it it, ch- it gets changed by putting in foreign substances epigenetics uh, baby uh, irrevocably you know uh, with like the vaccine and all that kind of stuff you know <laughs> so yeah, yeah no. what, what happened was she was part Jolinar and then she got the COVID vaccine the doodles <laughs> yeah she can no longer have kids uh, or <laughs> and her some testicles. Other- are huge. <laughs> she, the largest I've ever seen. <laughs> Even bigger than Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. All right. Um, so I noticed in this meeting, though, that Teal'c is finally speaking more mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. And he's finally speaking more than Daniel. And Daniel actually is consulting him in the meeting. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, without any little like <laughs> attitude. Yeah. 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 This is the this is the episode where other people bring up Jolinar and other people 
is stop ignoring that Teal knows the most <laughs> about the thing they're talking about. It's probably it's probably Deloise. Like we already established that, like, yeah, like he gave Teal more airtime in his la- in his last episode. Yeah, there was probably times where it was like actually Daniel's line, and they were like, mm, "You should give that to Teal." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give that to and Tor's like, "What do you? What do you t- actually?" And, and Deloise is like, "Do not work." I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know why I put an accent on Deloise. <laughs> Wait, what accent did you put on? Uh, do not work. Never. never, never. <laughs> was it Italian? It's problematic. Do not work. Yeah, but just a little bit. So they're like, "All right." Well, but although, see, Doctor Fraser says, "Yeah, they died." They're like, "Then why the host died?" It's like, "Oh, well, you know, there was actually nothing wrong with the hosts." Yeah, they probably That's just starved to death. Yeah, <laughs> she had to put that in there. Um, so yeah, so they start pontificating. It's like, all right, it could have been an invisible, like it was locked from the inside. Invisible attackers. They're going to have to retu, you know. But they're she, like, but how would the retu have survived in there? And, well, yeah, and Teal'c's like, they would have fucked up the host too. Don't worry about right. that. Right? Yeah, Teal'c's dropping more facts more <laughs> for, for people in the room because Jack's like the retu. And Teal's like, no, <laughs> no, this is somebody he wanted to preserve the host. Daniel talks a little bit about the tablet and, but he's spaced out and like the, and then he's in the Stargate starts opening like, and it's loud. He's trying to like, he's, you know, I, I can kind of feel it. He's like, oh, uh, well, okay. Well, so, uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to scroll to the next page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Grandpa. Was- <laughs> <laughs> can I call people on this? Or just play this game. <laughs> when do they come to get the emails? Like, uh, <laughs> how do I print? How do I print my emails from this phone? <laughs> so he's trying to do it, but yeah, the gate opens, and so everyone gets distracted, and an SG mm-hmm. team rolls in, and 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 oh my god, oh shit, one of them's like a fucking zombie. Now Daniel's obviously become disoriented and very quickly begins to visually, visually hallucinate and uh, decides to keep that information to himself, despite the presence of the fucking doctor right there <laughs> and the leader of his team well, and that guy's <laughs> boss and his his best friend, Teal, because I remember some episode they were like, fuck Jack, we're best friends. And yeah. also his good friend, Sam, who's the only other person who kind of gets it. Yeah, this was the perfect opportunity. He just goes about his, he's like, so we were just a thing and all kinds of weird stuff can happen. And now I'm visually hallucinating, but I, I think it'd be best if I don't tell anyone. I've already had both, both auditory and visual hallucinations and pro- possibly tactile ones because something brushed against him in an empty, empty tomb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Although I got to say like that, the yeah, they, that startled, that started the hell out of me. Like it's pretty good, you know? And at first I didn't, I, I thought it wasn't like a hallucination thing. Uh, and like, and, and, and Daniel's like, he looks over to O'Neill and O'Neill's just like, what? <laughs> and See, I was like, I thought- O'Neill is too cool with this sudden horrific thing. What's go? Oh, oh. <laughs> I knew it was hallucination. Cause I thought he, I had thought he was already hallucinating an auditory hallucination. So I, just assumed he was already having visual ones. I guess I, I jumped there pretty fast, maybe well, too fast. Well, well, uh, we should just cut straight to Daniel doing his his thing, uh, trying to translate the, the the iPad, and he hears voices from his metal shelving unit. Yeah, so you better open that up. 
not, <laughs> not run away. Like, um, I'm going to go get some jello from the, the little, the surprisingly big cafeteria we have here. Well, I mean, well, I mean, no, no, he couldn't, he has to open it up because Deloise needs to pull out his Toby Hooper poltergeist playbook. And, uh, we see a Stargate inside. And yeah, and that zombie starts trying to pull him through. Okay, so this it is, is tactile, it's very visual, por- audio. It's very, very, very poltergeist. No, nah, it's freaky. It's super yeah, freaky. Yeah, this is well beyond what um, someone would like generally <laughs> hallucinate. So, I, I mean, I would hope. <laughs> just in case anyone's wondering, is Daniel... Is this a is is there good reason to believe that this is hallucinating? Nah. Uh, it sort of cuts to black. Uh, yeah, after you, he's like well, you kind of see him. I think you kind of see him pass out. I mm, thought. Mm. But yeah, he awakens in the med bay with like, <laughs> oh, and like it, it 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 materializes and he sees O'Neill like fucking around with like a saline solution bag. Oh yeah, a huge Jesus Christ, the world's biggest IV drip bag. I don't know. <laughs> that thing was like two two fucking i don't know two probably like four liters like two two liter coke <laughs> bottles full of saline o'neill's bored that's for he's <laughs> yeah because he feels like he needs to wait around to see how daniel is but he doesn't want to and he doesn't have an iphone because it's 1999 but i i like this little scene here because I mean, it's, it's, it's very quick. Oh, Daniel, he's like, what's going on, buddy? And Daniel's at this point, pretty quick and precise with it. He just lays it out and O'Neill listens to him without re without really interrupting him. He jumps right into this bonkaroonies idea about this, this real stretchy theory about go old energy ghosts. Yeah. And, uh, I just want to know Tori. Um, you maybe you want to say more about what the theory is, but also wh- what do you make of Daniel Jackson's very stretchy, not at all simple, weird theory, as well as his repeated phrasing, entry by infiltration. <laughs> well, to be fair to Daniel, he uses the word infiltration because he r- read it on the tablet. I don't care. He said it like three times. No, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but that is where it came from, and yeah, it 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 is a it is kind of a it is kind of a wacky theory. But he does say it pretty precise. It's like he's been thinking about it, and he says it pretty precisely. I think that I think that you you tend to need to look for the simplest answer, and I think it's really interesting that the thing Daniel's been thinking about the most and has come up with the most to make the most sense is Goa Uld ghosts that are energy who've turned themselves into energy and um yep that's all i have to say about that i thought that made him i you know what it's not all i have to say maybe it has to do with the fact that his he is being driven a bit you know crazy perhaps Mm. well and the thing is o'neill sort of like like he just he just listens he just he just sort of listens to him you know and, and Daniel's like, yeah, we got to figure it out. I like this little part. He's like, yeah, you know, we just got to figure out what what they are. I'm not sure how to do that. I, we'll put that on Sam's radar. We'll just oh, I know, we'll, I like that. We'll add yeah. it to, for Sam Sam to do. Yeah. 
Well, at least he's like, you know, cause it's more science and probably she'll come up with something besides ghosts. <laughs> Energy well, spirit. Well, that is the thing because he, he asked Sonia, he's like, do you believe in ghosts? And he's like, no. And he's like, I don't either. But on the other hand, <laughs> on the other hand, I'm there's a bunch of ghosts around. You know what, Daniel? You're the reason that everybody who does science, like Sam does science, calls the science that the other people like us studied soft science because you're saying shit like this and saying maybe the only person who can come up with something better than ghosts is the real scientist. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing, Daniel. You're not helping at all. Well, we cut to O'Neill uh, meeting with Dr. McKenzie, who I was like, who the hell is this? Oh, it's a psychologist. It's like, it looks like he walks into an intervention. <laughs> well, I, think, I think it's a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Cause yeah. Because he's yeah, giving yeah. out meds. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, it looks like he walks into an intervention. And what it is, is it's Dr. Frazier, Dr. What's his knows who you said and uh uh daddy and then and then on one side of the table and then on the other side of the table you got jack and sam and is teal there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah you got the rest of the the gate gang talking about headaches and <laughs> gate travel <laughs> and uh maybe that's maybe Daniel's been being treated for headaches and now he has schizophrenia and Jack is like, there's so, okay. I got so much wrong with this. Okay. I got so many things. I want to say. Okay. First of all, first of all, never in my life had I heard that migraines are the first sign of schizophrenia. I was curious I was, about that. I was curious. About I that. was like, Oh my God. The, it's not like I worked specifically in psych hospitals or anything. Did I miss something? And no, this is cap <laughs> there's any study. There's a study that suggests the relationship is actually inverse, which meaning that, um, there, there's so that not only does it not cause it, but maybe you usually don't have both oh, migraine migraines. Yeah. Migraine sufferers do have a lot of psych comorbidities, but it's things like depression, anxiety, and PTSD. Mm. What conclusion Jack is arguing something. And just before we get to, to, oh no, Jack is like, isn't this stress? And mm. they're like that, that conclusion isn't logical. <laughs> and I'm like, it's every bit as logical as their conclusion, which comes from thin air where they're like, um, headaches every, and it's only, I don't know, whatever, 53% of the people who go through the gate have headaches. Well, probably everyone has headaches. So <laughs> And is that a high, is that a high percentage? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's basically half. Yeah. I'm not sure that that's, that that matters when it's headache mm. and maybe going through the gate does give you headache. Maybe, I don't know. It doesn't make you have schizophrenia necessarily. And then I did look up elevated dopamine in certain parts of the brain mm. is associated, is, is associated with schizophrenia. Mm. So that's fact. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they're like, Jack is like, couldn't it just be stress? And they're saying, no, we think it has to be something environmental, but stress is environmental. And if you're talking about epigenetics, which is where environmental situations um, activate genes in different ways that actually, you know, change you and affect you, then um, I don't understand why the gate is more significant than environmental stress of being on SG fucking one. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. 
And then they're like, well, what are we going to do with them? Well, now we're going to put them in the VIP quarters for now, but we might have to, we might have to commit him. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> just because you think he has schizophrenia doesn't mean he has to be committed. I was like, good fucking luck. Good fucking luck getting him committed uh, on the basis of nothing. And this is, and this is the meeting where Frazier brings up Jolinar. Yeah. Well, cause yeah. Carter's like, well, I'm not getting any headaches. And well, and I was like, well, Carter, yeah, 47% of the uh, people going through aren't either. Um, right. Like that means like, yeah, that means like half of your team isn't getting headaches. So that would be you and Teal'c. The other half is both, they're both getting headaches. <laughs> well, then Fraser's like, you might be immune to schizophrenia. And I was like, is that a thing? Well, gate, gate caused schizophrenia. Gate, gate caused schizophrenia. And, and then, and then, yeah, it, it, she's like, or maybe Jolinar. And Sam was like, oh, thanks, thanks. Thanks for bringing. Yeah, that up. you know. Oh my god, I don't like to bring it up. But I don't you're like right, it, it was Jelinar. <laughs> why aren't they asking? Why don't they call their buddy Selmac and be like, "Hey, do you guys know anything about oh. humans and the gate? Yeah, yeah, problems. Yeah, yeah. They probably know. Hey, that. hey, Thor. <laughs> Not the writer. <laughs> <laughs> but the really, really irritating gray guy. I have no answer to give Jack. I know. What do you think? It's your schizophrenia. Okay. Hey, what has been wrong with the VIP quarters? Every fucking episode, including the last one when Daniel decorated them. Oh, well that beautiful work that Daniel did with the brassiers and all. I, I don't know. Uh, wait, what's been wrong with all of them? Yeah, every VIP room has been basically a concrete room with bunk beds in it. <laughs> where did they get this room that Daniel's playing playing chess oh, in? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah this is the this real is, VIP room. <laughs> yeah, this is some very decent motel furniture. <laughs> this is a this is a hotel lobby mm-hmm. uh, of like a two star hotel. It's amazing. Yeah, or maybe like just some like 1980s Sears and been like, why haven't the other VIP rooms been this nice? (laughs) So they can't win. But anyway, Daniel is like, I'm fine now. I'm totally fine. Maybe that maybe he's been told we might commit you. So he's like, "Mm, yeah, nope. No more symptoms. Everything's cool with me. (laughs) Meanwhile, meanwhile, he sees a little alien snake um crawling around on jack's arm yeah and he's like looking at it and pretending not he's like i don't see nothing everything's fine with me jack's like how are you he's like i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine (laughs) he's totally looking to his left um and then he sees it go in like dive into jack and jack's like i feel great that yeah (laughs) which is is not a wrong time to say that you know i mean it's pretty fucking creepy yeah, like it a is. shot. It's like, I'm like, God damn. He, well, so Daniel does something that I feel like his rational insight would prevent him mm. from doing. Mm. And that is jump across the table onto Jack. Mm-hmm. Even his rational insight about it's too late. You already let it get in. If it oh. were real, the goal. Yeah, I got to get it out of you. <laughs> but also his <laughs> rational insight into the fact that he knows he's got symptoms of schizophrenia. He's, I feel like 
he, there's no way he's lost that insight that fast. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, although he does kind of, well, maybe he did say he thought maybe it was ghosts. So, well, and well, and also, cause he knows that, well, perhaps he knows, but we were told that the, the like the, the threshold for him getting committed was to be a danger unto himself and others. And I guess sort of attacking Jack is, is the threshold that's reached. Danger to others is not met by jumping on your friend and immediately pulling yourself off and going, sorry, going in and and going into a fetal position. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's not, that doesn't get, as we will end up seeing that does not get you put into the world's largest padded room. Like what kind of real estate for padded rooms do they have? Padded room, baby. Fucking bigger than my guest bedroom. Which like a normal person could easily just use as a bedroom and all the time bedroom. It's, it's, you know, not a king size bed, but a big bed. Anyways, it's bigger than my guest bedroom. He, they've taken his eyeglasses away. Well, the only thing I saw when they, we cut to the padded room, I was like, well, this escalated quickly. <laughs> I know. And way too quickly. So not only is he like on homicide watch, he's on suicide watch. So he can't tell if he can really see it, it makes him further disoriented because he can't fucking see. Yeah. Because they think he's going to break his glasses to cut himself, which I guess probably is standard protocol. It is a one size fits all mm. system for mm-hmm. safety, mm-hmm. which is even if somebody hasn't demonstrated that they're going to hurt other people, they still get put on the same watch, you know, because we have a one size fits all society. You know who knows a lot about that is SG fifty <laughs> one, the re- the red tape gang, the red tape gate gang. Well, yeah, all, all I all I could think was that yeah, if I, my glasses were taken away for an extended period of time, like I I would have a psychotic break. Like that's that would be horrible. Well, yeah, you can't see it. I mean, it is horrible. It's a horrible thing to do, and we do a lot of horrible things to people. Who, anyways, we get to body horror really quick, too in this because um for some reason daniel touches teal'c oh well uh well yeah the gang come to visit him they're like o'neill believes it was something to do with the limverus but then daniel's like he tries to explain he's like yeah yeah okay so we did that we went to that creepy fucking place with all those fucking dead bodies that are the and then he still doesn't believe it it's like what what o'neill do you do you think something's going on or don't you you know, and he's just sitting there and they're all just sitting there just like, oh, poor Daniel. I oh, know. Sam is... is just about crying. Yeah. <laughs> She's either got really stoned before they showed up or she is almost in tears. And Teal and Teal's just like, no, Daniel, there's no one next to me. No, no. I know. Nope. Even yeah. Teal says it kind of like with all this pathos for Daniel, like <laughs> there is no one next to me. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Why isn't Jack thinking clearly? Oh, well, he's, why isn't he's ja- Jack migraines? <laughs> Everyone gets headaches. Leave me alone. <laughs> as a migrant, as a migraineur, as we're called, I immediately had to look up whether or not it was connected to schizophrenia. Migraineur, migraineur, more more than just as somebody who had a career in mental health. I was like, as someone who gets migraines, I was like, what? <laughs> double bind let's go yeah 
Well, yeah. So yeah, they're they're there just pitying him, and then and and Daniel, he, yeah, he starts hearing, he hears footsteps. He sees a zombie like chilling with the gang. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty oh, freaky yeah. looking. Oh my god! When they first show the zombie, it's shoulders up, and it looks like he is wearing just like a super wicked eighties or nineties vest. Yeah. Remember when those were in style and they were like brocade fabrics, and you'd just wear them with t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's this like fairly good fashion zombie. Yeah, but then they finally <laughs> hanging they next show him, to Teal. <laughs> when they show him H to T, you can see okay, he's got robes and a robes vest. But I was like, what? That guy looks like, yeah, it's looking good. That guy looks like that's a pretty good outfit for when I was in junior high. Well, yeah. So Daniel, you know, he so he's like, can you guys go get something? They open the door. He tries to escape. Teal grabs him. Right. And he's like, no, my friend. And that's when Daniel notices something leave his skin and go into Tilk skin. And I immediately, the reason I wrote body horror under the skin is because you texted me yesterday to talk about why is body horror always have to get to the ears? Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's, I don't remember what happens in this show. So we'll see. Oh, when and guess, you saw. Yeah. <laughs> It gets so much grosser. Yes, and for some reason I have to watch it happen like four times. Oh, several times. Yeah. 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 So like I have to watch it happen to like four or five different people. Right. Cause is it climb out of Daniel's ear right now and go into Teal? How did it get out of Daniel? No, no. It came through his hand actually. It just yeah. went from his hand into Teal's hand. Then why did they come out the ears later? Cause Deloise is a big fan of Star Trek. True. The Wrath of Khan. Or of Prometheus, where things happen for no reason. Like, why were there worms in that guy's eyes? Right before Daniel Jackson tries to escape the powdered room, he has a... Did I mention I was Michello moment? Oh, well, yeah. that That's the weirdest part of this whole thing. Yeah. He hears Michello's voice, which is his voice, which oh. is the whole thing. <laughs> little the meta, whole thing that makes me think thing going on. Is this whole show just like a psychotic experience of Daniel Jackson, who's not actually an Egyptologist? <laughs> It'll happen this entire episode is that Michello's voice comes to people after the organism has left their body. Which makes no sense. I, I don't know what to tell you. Because they, they describe it as perhaps people hear Michello's voice because it's like a message encoded on the little organism, like a, a recording. What the fuck? I guess maybe it's something that stays in your cells that's released by like your, your T cells or something or your killer, B, you know, your B cells or whatever, like your immune system attacks it. And then it's like, hey, I'm Michello. Like it releases the sound right to your ear holes. Like, I mean, apparently Michello for his inventions, he's like the DJ Khaled of scientists. Like you, you just like you're used, <laughs> you're using one of his machines. And then every once in a while, it's like Michello <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Michello. Yeah. This, so, this is all dumb. I love that Daniel Jackson shouts out, something went inside of Teal. Yeah. That's funny. Infiltration. Yeah. And then we Ent get entry by infiltration. And then cut to vindication because the gang goes back to the base and Teal goes down. 
Yeah. Yeah. He he's not feeling good. They they cart him off to to Med Bay. Meanwhile, <laughs> they come a big team of like psych ward thugs and a doctor and a nurse with a needle. My God, this <laughs> that is the biggest needle I've ever seen. And they're in front of a psych patient. They're just holding this big menacing needle like a threat. Like we're here to give you more drugs, which by the way, they don't need to inject him with drugs. They can, you, you know, you can put somebody on a forced med order and, and a lot of those things don't even come in injectables and they could just be, they could just give him pills. I want to know what kind of drugs he's on. Cause he's not sleepy at all. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. All, all I wrote was that the, this is a scene we've seen many times. I mean, this it's like the protagonist character pleat, you know, like we know that something else is going on and he's, and the doc is like, you need rest after putting him in an all white room with fluorescent lights brighter than a hauling truck's bright lights. Right. Menacingly brandishing right. a needle. Right. Longer and than said truck. With five people. Yeah. Like we've seen coming this. This of- is like a, I mean, it's, it's kind of a trope, but I think Deloise does it. it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unsettling. It is unsettling. And he also does a good job of like having uh, Daniel try to, like it, he makes it seem like so impossible to explain that you're sane. Well, I, I, which it it is impossible. No, I'm saying that's a good thing. He does a great job. There's a horror in having people believe you're insane when you're not. Oh, I, when there's something really terrible going on. At the same time, Daniel's like, no, 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 no. I was being controlled by an alien something or the other. Which I'm just, I LOL is a very, very common delusion. <laughs> Well, I think, I, I don't know, you know, props to props to tour or whatever. Like, yeah, no, I think they did a bit of homework and a little bit because this kind of sounds like this is pretty like standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's standard to be like, I'm, I'm cured. <laughs> that is true. I'm all cured. I'm better now. I quit taking my meds because I stopped having symptoms because I'm cured or I'm cured. I have a delusion about why I was cured. That involves aliens, funny enough, you know, it's like, right, 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 right. But, but this is like the weird meta thing about the whole thing. So this Dr. McKenzie, like he knows what the SGC does, right? Like he he has to know. I think he doesn't act like he does. Like he's so, his paradigm is so narrow that he thinks everything is mental illness. Right, right, right. Like everywhere he sees is people with mental illnesses. Well, I mean, I'm saying my man hasn't been listening to the, uh, you know, the hit podcast SG Fun, yeah, Stargate Comfort podcast, because we've we've went over a couple of (laughs) these episodes dealing with aliens invasions and things like that. Mm -hmm, He should mm -hmm. know. He should. He should. There's a bit of context going on with his patient Daniel Jackson. (laughs) <laughs> there should be a little bit, just a slight bit more leeway in terms of like yeah, crazy his, things happening. Where's his cultural competency? <laughs> Which means to be very clear, you cannot diagnose somebody with, with a mental health condition if it is not outside the norm of their cultural context. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you cannot be this quick to say that Daniel Jackson, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier, you cannot be this quick to say that he is delusional and or hallucinating or that it's caused by schizophrenia. 
Also, I mean, are they sure they don't mean schizo effective because he's a bit moody? <laughs> you know, I mean, in this scene, Daniel, he pulls out his Terry G- Gilliam's acting notes to Brad Pitt and 12 Monkeys. Um, <laughs> I love 12 because, Monkeys. Because he, he does a li- Michael Shanks does a, he pulls a little bit of a Brad Pitt in this scene. He does a good job in this scene. I'm even going to say. Oh, I, no. Yeah. Th- yeah. I think so. Because like, I mean, I mean, this is kind of another, you know, it's an overall tangent, but it's like, I've always been very interested in that, in in the idea of like, what does one do if one knows what one is saying is true, but everyone says that it's crazy. Oh, I know. How does, how does one act? Like, what are the steps? I feel like one, first of all, would have to question their own sanity. But second of all, I don't think there's like, if right now, out of nowhere, I try. I started trying to convince you that I wasn't crazy. How much crazier would you think I was than you did one minute ago? Do you know what I mean? The second you start, <laughs> like, and much less if I were in a padded room, medicated, right. Right. like trying to tell you, like, I'm all hopped up on a lansapine and I'm, you know, bouncing off some powdered walls and I keep, and my eyes are red rimmed and I'm fucking pulling my hair out. And I'm like, but also, I just need you guys to know I'm fine. <laughs> Five minutes ago was a weird time for me, but all better now. Like you would sound like somebody who's just trying to get out of that room, which is maybe a problem with putting people in those fucking rooms. Right. And in a lot of like scripts, movies, TV, whatever, it, it always seems like some self-fulfilling prophecy of the system. This is also, I'm just going to generalize this out a little bit, not too far to keeping people in jail while they're awaiting trial is the people observing them are like, well, look at them. They're criminals going to jail. You put somebody in a padded room and you're at least 50%, if not more to, well, they're crazy and need to be in that. They need to be in that padded room, but someone in a cage, they need to be in that cage. So these are things we shouldn't be doing, not as frequently as we're doing them. Because, yeah, and in my mind, it always seems like the response to being put in those types of cages, the the outward effects of that response is like symptoms of the thing that you originally put them in for. Yeah. Like a sane response to that being put in that position. Absolutely. Match, matches what right, yes. you were originally put in there for. So it's just this feedback loop. When you, the same person undergoing the same symptoms, if you put them in the state hospital where they can walk around, they have self-control. Sometimes the things that we see exhibited in people are symptoms of where we put them and they just confirm possibly false reasons that we thought was a good idea to put them there. Yeah. And this has been like, and this has kind of been a trope in like me in like movies and TV for a while, you know? And, and, but this one's kind of, well, I mean, once flew over the cuckoo's nest, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Nightmare on Elm street three, you know, orange is the new black, orange is the new black. Like, yeah, all sorts of, all sorts of things. Yeah. But this one's kind of strange because like their, their, their description is that, yeah, Daniel actually sort of 
is becoming schizophrenic because that's a side effect of like this external thing that's happening to him because of some alien woohoo stuff. And I got some questions about whether or not it even is. So like, (laughs) why would it? Okay, so... First of all, Pacello's just, a dick. That's why. Yeah, Pacello is a dick. Pacello is Daniel. Even though. upon death, the only the only other thing to say is that at, in that scene with Daniel and the and the scary like uh, crew, psychiatric crew, is he's like, just ask if Tilka's sick. Call yes. the base. Ask if he's sick. If he's sick, let me talk to O'Neill. Right. And he is sick because the psychiatrist like, I don't know. I haven't bothered talking to the uh, yeah, in a while. Really. <laughs> None of them called me to check in on you. So uh, I don't know what's up over there. Okay. I will just say this. Um, when we saw Teal'c in between, when we saw Teal'c oh, sick in the thing, yeah. um, do we think that the COVID came through the Stargate? Because I've never seen Dr. Frazier wear a surgical mask, but she is First all one. masked up when she's leaning over Teal'c. And First I'm time. like, wait. Is this where COVID came from? I didn't know they had surgical masks. <laughs> Any hoozles. Like, um, well, and, and, just, got, and just really quick, O'Neill's like, hey, oh, Tilk, why don't you meditate? Oh, yeah. Tell no ring. Like, hey, yeah, does that work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but Tilk, no. Tilk's unconscious. <laughs> so. Still looks good, though. They tried to make him look sick under oh, the like, he looks He looks perfectly good. Gray yeah, yeah. They put like gray makeup on him and stuff. He, looks he still looks good. <laughs> He looks, you cannot make, you cannot make that man not look healthy. But this is the thing. Tilk is now dying. His symbiote is dying. So now this shit is serious. (laughs) Right? Because nobody cared if Daniel went crazy. But now we got to get to the bottom of this. So. Well, I guess apparently they do because, yeah, daddy comes in. He's like, well, uh, he wants to talk to you, O'Neill. Apparently there's been a change in Daniel's condition. So uh, he wants to talk to you. So uh, get, get get over there. They let Daniel out. Yes, of course. And I like there's this little thing where where yeah, Doctor Fraser is like, well, it seems there's nothing physically wrong with you anymore. Did she say that? Yes. One. Oh my well, god! How did I miss it? 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 Well, that's a paraphrase. What she does say is like. <laughs> your vitals are back to normal and i i, I kind of like this thing of daniel she says your dope your dopamine levels, levels are, are back, back to normal, to normal. and da- daniel is quick to be like i'm back to normal i'm back to normal i know i, I don't know it I must be like really that. rough it must be really rough like actually going a little bananas and having everybody then second guess you yeah <laughs> and you're but, trying to be like i'm fine and from, yeah, from the looks of it, he seems just normal Daniel again, or just regular the Daniel that we've seen. Except with all this intensity that <laughs> we tend to associate with mental illness. But but here's the thing. Here's one thing that's crazy. I, this is, I, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about this on Michello's episode. They went back to his place and carted every, all of his shit back. Apparently, why wouldn't they though? That's true. I, I hadn't I hadn't thought that through because they lost nothing by having Michello die. He's like, I'll give you all this stuff. It's like they just took oh, it that's anyway. Right. Oh my god, yeah. Remember when he was trying to be like, Can I have Daniel's body? I'll look, tell you things. Look, they took the freaky Friday machine. They took his sweet anti-aging bed. That's some good fucking tech. Yeah. Why don't they just put 
like O'Neill in that, and then he can never retire. <laughs> they took the drapes from Madonna's Material Girl video that were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they find all that stuff. They've already figured out. They've figured out that <laughs> Michello, through talking to Daniel, that Michello invented a device to target the Goa Uld and not the host. And they figure that it was a mine. And they're like, how could he possibly have gotten this to them? Because he's been dead for six months and this happened a month ago. They are like two months. He's been dead for two months and this happened last month. But they figure out that, by the way, those dead bodies looked way older than that. But okay. Mm, Um, mm, mm. They find out that the inventions that have been meticulously photographed by SG-51 uh, out at area 51 that it it's it's this he did have like the go old looking stylus in his equipment yeah so they get that and they get the tablet and i and i quickly enjoy carter's like look through the yeah the netscape seeing all the stuff because we see all that stuff oh it's like and then he must have so much stuff but it's like the fourth picture image she clicks on sg51 they yeah they are diligent they are. I was because I was thinking, oh, it's a good thing they didn't sleep on getting that cataloged. <laughs> this would be a very, very different episode. Tim yeah. would have died. But yeah, cut to Fraser and Carter, uh, brave, braving. Okay, the, can we cut uh, to Fraser and Carter figuring, like, looking at the page turner slash stylus and the tablet next to each other and going. Gee, I just wonder how to activate it. And Fraser picking up like some hemostats and going bang, bang <laughs> on it and going, well, that's not it. And Dr. Fraser going, okay, we'll try putting it over the tablet next. <laughs> well, good idea since it's supposedly like a landmine kind of situation. <sighs> Do with it what they would have done with it. But she does and fucking, I don't know, what, like 10 of these things. Yeah, 10 exactly. That's how it works. 10. Because there were nine dead bodies in the thing. Daniel got infected with the last one when he turned the page, so to speak. My first thought is, so can SGC use this as like biowarfare against the gold? Think of all of the people, the hosts they can save. I mean. I guess they can't stop it from spreading to Jaffa. Well, they just got to be careful, right? Like in the end, it's just a bunch of little worms. That's true. They die after they're done killing the go old. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We didn't. Yeah, they, they can't live in normal air for very long. Yeah, if only they'd had this. What like the last episode when they'd had those go old there to work on a treaty? Mm. That'd been amazing. Just be like, here, or, just sign the contract. Here, it's on this little device right here. Or the episode where they were trying to kill Apophis, but not his host. Or yeah. try not to kill Apophis, but whatever. Yeah, this sound. This is the answer to their fucking problems. Thanks, I know, Michello, sort of. But what happens is, first of all, you these little slimy things. Yeah. But then, you of course they can permeate these dumb gloves, and they they can permeate the cage. Glass. And so the first, <laughs> yeah, first they go into Sam. Then they go into Frasier. Then they go into O'Neill. And I am super they get grossed fucking out. Fucking everywhere. I, my note is just, ew. 
Um, yeah, no, this is a kangaroo medical facility. But I get really excited because I realize all three of these people are about to apparently get schizophrenia. And so I am just like, I can't wait to see this, but I am to be disappointed, Tori. Yeah. Because Sam's immune. Oh, why? 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 Why Sam? I've, I'm, no, I was Jolinar. <laughs> Well, no, she, what she says, she's like, somehow I must be immune. And I was like, come on, Carter. Just she's getting it. someone else. No, just I want someone it. else to say it this time. I've, I've learned. Okay, <laughs> right. She's learned how to get other people to say somebody was like, maybe don't stop bringing up Jolinar so much. And she's like, okay. So she figured out how can I make other people bring up Jolinar? Am I somehow immune? I couldn't pass. I'm dumb. What for? Why? Um, and they figure out because she, her, they detected the, that the go old, uh, whatever the go old junk in her, but also detected no live go old. So they thought they did their job. I guess I'm fine. And she's like, no, no, maybe I'm not. I spoke too soon. And she starts going, oh, uh, yeah. and yeah. then like, yeah, again, ear horror. Oh yeah. These little four little slimy, uh, day glow slugs crawl out of her ear one no. at a time look i was comforted until you saw this is, well, well it, it definitely put a dent in it a little bit look yeah i mean i don't know if i ever mentioned it but you know, ear stuff is like is uh uniquely like i have history with ear shit oh, like i had well, tubes in my ears four times as a child oh shit ear surgery all that okay so you're just immediately like hand over the ear going no 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 yeah yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm the brother and there's something about Mary. Like, don't touch my <laughs> ears. Don't fuck with my ears. Don't do anything to my ears. I forgot about him. And Rat the Con, I watched that as a kid. I, oh. I, I am, I, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a divot in my brain from that movie that makes me immediately just go. Mm, 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 mm. Um. So anyway, Jack, Jack is just curled up in a ball. Well, yeah, the feet, yeah, the fetal position and, and sweating and shaking, it seems to be like a default position of extreme schizophrenia. Yeah. It was just like, so that's Jack going crazy. He looks like he's got severe nausea, like whatever. So anyway, but like, so someone's like, well, shouldn't, you know, Jack be immune? Because of Hathor's oh, yeah. go old. And Sam is like, no. That, I was John R. Right. It does make me special. Jax doesn't count because it never implanted. It never, yeah, yeah. It never got the <laughs> Okay. And then so you find um, out she's immune. And then some real dumb dumb shit's about to come up. Oh well. So, but let's let's just it's it's all wrapped up in a very Deloise does a good job. It's it's all I don't know. There's not much that happens. It's a pretty montagey scene in one room, but it's dramatic, you know? Oh sure. No, I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not finding I'm just, out flaws. I'm in just the saying director. power to him to somehow make oh, sure. it interesting. <laughs> he does. And you know what he does? He really does make it interesting because science Carter is about to be like, hey. Is there some way that we could take, I don't know, like my blood directly on my body and like inject it into like everybody and that would be great and then everybody would be fine? And she has to be told, no, you can't just go injecting your blood directly into people who have different 
blood types and like oh. it wouldn't make them immune to like, you can't do that. And she's like, oh, okay. So that was, seems obvious that you can't inject your blood into it. And then she's like, well, we need to get my blood out there. And we're like, nope, we're not breaching this. You know, daddy's like, we're not breaching the seal on this room. And she, and, and so the doctor, the dude doctor, who, yeah, yeah, I this guess, dude, dude rolls up to the observation room to hang yeah, out with daddy and Daniel. Like, like Frazier's second or something. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Second metal, medical this officer. Fucking guy. So he's like, well, it's hopeless. There's nothing you can do in there. There's no way with the equipment in there that you can separate the blood out from the, the stuff that would help people be immune. And Frazier, who is like manic or something, cause she is like getting naked in She's, public. She's oh, taking all of her clothes off. Hey, 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 just sl- slow down. Let's really, let's really <laughs> get into this part. Okay. First, first she, she puts her hand under a collar and kind of loosens it. And then it moves to the buttons and she pulls her little tie apart and starts just unbuttoning. And she's like, Oh, it's just too hot. It's just too hot. Well, my whole thing was like, I would, ho- I hope to see, cause we get to see O'Neill's perspective of like, of his crazy. I was like, let's do that. I hope Frazier get Frazier gets to do that too. And then, yeah, they, they get there. They just keep, they keep seeing Carter as a goal. Ooh, like that's how this thing manifests itself. You see, go out. Everybody just sees go out. Ooh. So it's not, Which it's not schizophrenia. Schiz- no, that's obviously schizophrenia. Uh, but uh, the other dumb thing that happens, I just want to say is Carter says you have to use the centrifuge. No fucking shit. I, I knew no- that. I knew, I knew that. that. And I'm I knew an that idiot. too. That's why I'm saying these are two dumb, dumb moments for science, Carter, and for that dumb, dumb doctor. Well, so any, well, any well, 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 let's, let's They have one in there. Well, see that that's the funny thing is that like the whole thing about this is that there's a unique protein marker. See, this is very relevant to today's times. Isolating a unique protein marker that Carter has because of Jolinar's like uh disintegration. And and she was like, We got all this shit in here. What are you talking about? We don't have Oh this. my god, there was nothing I loved more than her going like, We have all this stuff. I really like the uniform pumps because they show Frazier. Like mm. in full body, kind of reclining on the f- floor, trying sort of taking her clothes off, kind of. And I'm like, I want to go to an air F- air force surplus store because I actually really like those uniform pumps <laughs> that she's got on the shoes. And then I, but the, the, so like Sam is like, okay, centrifuge, got it. And Doctor Dickhead up there is like, you're wasting your time, Doctor Carter. And I'm like. Is she? What else is she going to do with her fucking time? I, wait, wait for these two like lunatics to tear her limb from limb as they get more paranoid. It's not safe for her to be in there yeah. or tear each other apart. And then, I mean, good news. Catatonia, both of them are catat- basically they're both catatonic. And I wanted to ask you, is that extreme schizophrenia? Well, is that a thing? I've seen people be catatonic. And I was just like, but why are both of them catatonic? Daniel wasn't catatonic. Is it because they each got like extra helpings of the bug? Yeah, four bugs each or something like that. So I looked up to see if there was an association with dopamine and uh, catatonia. And catatonia is actually, uh, there's a block in dopamine. (laughs) So 
I don't know why they were catatonic. Um, Wait. Again, uh, though, low dopamine is not the cause of schizophrenia or high <laughs> dopamine is not the cause of schizophrenia. So who knows? I've, I've definitely, it's really weird that, that more than one person would present that way because it's unusual. Catatonia is unusual. Wait, I just want to give a shout out to, again, DeLuise for having a very super long and accurate shot of Carter taking her own blood. Oh, yeah. Like, have you ever seen that in like, I don't, I'm I'm not sure if I've ever actually, like the entire process, putting on the tourniquet, which Carter seems very comfortable with. uh, And yeah, all of it. She's a badass. She's a stone cold badass. And no, Tori, I still haven't seen anybody do that. Because do you think I watched either time the scene of Carter taking her blood out? No. Neither time. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say somebody man, inject themselves with a needle. Trigger warning. First people, it's like, it's like, I'm I can't not, even watch my own blood being taken by another person. Carter go. Then there's this montage of like her learning phlebotomy and for, and getting info from Frazier sort of. And mm-hmm. they realize that they just need to separate the red blood cells. At like that, at a plasma center. Yeah. I mean, and it was a quick thing to be like, okay, yeah. This dude didn't, this like expert didn't know that. I know Dr. Dipshit finally figures out what's going on. He's like, I see where you're going with this <laughs> just in time for you, for me to tell you to shut up. Cause you're crazy and, uh, take over and tell Sam what to do just in time to get my, to get my name on that paper that we're going to write. Well, Sam does it. Sam yep. does it. She 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 gets it all done. Picks Fraser first, then O'Neill. It works. They they get fucking disgusting shit come out of their ears. Fraser's like, oh, oh, oh I know. O'Neill's kind of happens while he's a little bit passed out, but Fraser's like, kind of <sighs> watching it in her. Oh, she's like, ew, 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 ew. like how many are there? <laughs> well, it's not just them. Point. There's like goo and shit. Oh yeah, and so then they go inject Teal'c with it. Oh, lovely. And, and here's the thing is like, yeah. And they all, and all of the, everyone, and especially Tilk, they, they hear Michello's voice after they leave. What the fuck is that? I know it doesn't make sense because they, again, they just, they just, they come up with that. Michello invented these and you hear his voice because it's a little, cause, cause Sam heard host, you are free of the Goa Uld. That was in, that that had your body or whatever, and I'm like, I get it. You want to tell them what's going on, but like, <laughs> how do you do it when the device that would carry the message is already out there, out of their ears? Can you hear it as it's leaving your ears? Because it's right there by your ear, so that'd be perfect. And why was Daniel hallucinating? early voices earlier on. And if Sam's immune, why did she hear any voice at all? Mm-hmm. This does feel a lot like the conversation I had after Prometheus. Why <laughs> is it? I just kept thinking of more questions. Anyways, that's the end. But yeah, well, and yeah, that's all that happens. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say. Tori, were you comforted? Say, say something about that. Oh yes. Yes. I was comforted. Uh, I mean, I thought it was a great episode. It was uh, startling. Very mm-hmm. creepy, mm-hmm. well directed. The music mm-hmm. was on point, and that's pretty much just all Deloise. And not much happens in this episode. Most of it's in a, most of it's just like basic like blood work, <laughs> a montage <laughs> of blood work. Yeah, 
<laughs> and like a rip off of 12 monkeys but uh right. but it's but but i i enjoyed watching it and uh i liked it it was very comforted yeah good what about you sarah were you comforted yes despite ear and skin horror yeah well. uh i enjoy a good mental health plotline and a good director and I agree with what you said. So it was fun to watch. I was comforted. And, and like, and, and I don't know, like there, yeah, I was, I was kind of like, yeah, there were some freaky m- moments in this. That's hard to do in like this weird, like schlocky, like showtime sci-fi thing, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Schlocky. It is kind of schlocky. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why this isn't a fan cast. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, Tori. Yeah. While you were watching, did you think I would like to be that person? I would not at all ever want to be that person. And I guess I could be that person if I had to pick someone. Did that happen? Did you identify three people like that? Uh, My yet, net, and meh, perhaps? Perhaps. Mm. Yes. This one was easy. Okay. Easy enough. My yet is Carter. She's never infected, sort of. It's true. She's she never she never gets schizophrenia, and saves a day again. Gets again. some free education. Learns a new skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> learns some new tech. Amazing. My net is Daniel. I don't. There's not much else that needs to be said. Padded room. That's it. Uh, <laughs> and, and my met is that doctor dipshit in the observation room. <laughs> Like once he sort of like gets it, he does help, but it took yeah. a while. He needs some continuing education. Yeah. Well, he does it now. He gets points just like Sam does for being <laughs> oh, good, good. part of this. Oh, okay. Uh, is that yeah. how it works? <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what state you're in and yeah. how, how you have to define your CE, what profession you are and how you can, if you can define something. Well, they might, I don't know. Someone might audit this and be like, you know. Yeah, you really fucked up on that first part. Like, you should have known that. Revoked. Somebody <laughs> might audit this and say, none of this made sense. Well, f- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Sarah? Uh, did you have a yet, net, and meh for this episode? Yeah. So, my yet is Dr. Dipshit because, what? With, what? <laughs> yeah. For those reasons, <laughs> with very little real effort, he will get to participate in or wholly write up a secret paper and or get some kind of award or medal because <laughs> you know who can't write that up is dr frazier because she oh. was having like a psychotic episode the whole oh, time oh shit yeah. and yeah so Damn. he got he nothing he just wandered into the observation room and suddenly oh, saved sg1 yeah yeah See, <laughs> all right, all right. My meh is Michello. At least he's ah. dead for this one. <laughs> Lucky motherfucker. My neh is Daniel Jackson because convincing people you're not crazy is an uphill battle. Also, the experience of kind of going crazy is terrifying. So mm-hmm. he is my neh for sure. Well, yeah, he kind he had both, right? Because yeah. he was actually had symptoms, 
but also there was something that he knew that everyone else didn't. <laughs> yeah. He was out of touch with reality and then he got his bearings and realized what was and wasn't reality and had to convince people that he had to stick to the part he knew was reality so that he could help get things, you know, get things righted. He had the worst of both worlds. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right. All right. Well, yeah, that's the, that, that's the episode folks, but, uh, we got something going on for next week. The next episode. Yeah. We, we do. go in numerical order by choice. <laughs> Is there some other order people go in? <laughs> I mean, we could, but let's not do that. Like we could just group them randomly, like all of the episode ones and then all of the episode twos and then all of the episode threes. That'd have been oh, interesting. Well, Th- that tried to make uh, that brought to mind this quantum leap podcast they do the episode their their podcast episodes is in order of the time that oh that's that cool sam goes back in time that's a really good idea yeah it, it, it's a good it's a good it's a great podcast so we have coming up next week episode five from season three learning curve aired july 22nd 1999 God. While employing the help of a planet's highly intelligent children for a project, that sounds fucking weird. The team discovers their horrific imposed fate when they reach a certain age. Cool, 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 cool. Come try it. Come try it. Hey, everybody. Everybody, hey everybody! Feel free to send us an email at verticalwateringhole at gmail Feel free to give us five stars um, if your podcatcher has a rating system. That would be so amazing. You can do it for like every episode. You can do it more than once. So it's like you can do it so many times. That'd be great. Um, right, Tori? Uh, yeah, as many times as possible. You can also check us out on our website, theseventhsymbol.com. Which may or may not, forthcoming, have a picture of goth college insufferable Tory. Photoshop next to a certain Sarah uh, in flannels. I don't, th- I literally don't mid-90s. know. <laughs> I literally don't know if there's any pictures of it, but I can look. <laughs> we should. That'll be on our about page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, meet the team. <laughs> um, but anyway, folks, thanks for joining us at the Vertical Watering Hole. And until next time. Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. Bye.